Sometimes the titles are too saucy for my taste. <laughs> I still throw that in their face. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Somebody please. <laughs> the new album. I'm not enjoying out. anything. Uh, what, when did it come out? Somebody else. Pretty recent. Tell him, Steve, Dave. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Tell Him, Steve, Dave. I'm here with Brian Quinn. Hello. I am here uh, with hi. Walt Flanagan. Hello. The only reason I'm saying this is because, like, everybody's up. I don't think it's true, but, like, every episode is someone's first episode. Does somebody listen to 383 and that's their first episode, do you think? Um. It's in, it, it, in the comic books, that was always the, uh, the right, Dave. That they said uh, everybody's comic could be their first. Yeah, it's true. But it's true. You know, it's like oh, yeah. I'll have, to, I'll have to apologize. Yeah, to I, I, because I just gave away. Yeah, three hundred eighty-three episodes, <laughs> and still uh, we haven't gotten it down. But yes, Dave Windorf of Monster Magnet is here with us. A rare treat. Yeah. Very rare. Oh, it's my pleasure. Me too. Me too. It's rare, rare, rare treat for me as well. Like so, every magnet song is. Their first song. Is there any song that you're like, I hope it's not that one? Because surely we have a hundred episodes that were like, I hope that's not the first one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'll take it where I can get it. Yeah, I, I am. A, I'm a slave to the listener. I like body surfing the wave. You know, and whatever wave it is, I'll just go with it. I don't want to be in charge of the wave at all times. Yeah, but I mean, you. I make this happen. I make the, you don't make anything happen. It's a bunch of shit. You kind of throw a pebble in the water and. And stuff happens, and then you deal with it. You know? So, the, the, you think there's a ripple effect that, like, you, you do something that's going to set other shit in motion, and that's just the way. It yeah, goes. and then you react to that, and then you run up and try to change that, and then you make that same mistake the day you fucking yeah. die. Yeah. All right. Uh, it's fun to pretend you're in charge. That I'm good at. I made that happen. Well, I mean, as the uh, as the guy, as as magnet, you. People would look at you and be like, "He must be in charge of the band." Like you're, you're the front man. You're the you're the, you write the lyrics. You write the music. Like you do everything. So oh, people mean, would look at you and be like, "He's in charge." Practically speaking, yeah. But mm-hmm. I mean, how much is that worth? And you know, it's like really in the, in the scheme of things, not that much. You know, it's like kind of being a manager of a of a, a Toys R Us or something. It's like, how happy are those guys? You know. <laughs> I'm the manager. You know, but at one time, like die. I would have thought that would have been the best job in the world. Though. I think the the guy that works for the manager probably has a better time because he has less responsibility and more time to go through the toys. There you go. That would have. That's why it would have been the best job because you. Could- well, I mean, like as a kid, man, you know, I mean, surrounded by toys, what could be better than that? You know, but I oh, mean, totally. as, but I, as I got older and wiser, most of the time, like the actual manager himself is <laughs> kind of pulling his hair out, waiting to get replaced it's the guy that's right under him 
that so he's got the best two and the number position. Three guys that have the most. So fun. like you're Gidim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you basically are the manager of like not a toy store, but like a, a childhood love. Right. Right. Yeah. One of the closest things we have to Toys R Us right now. <laughs> right. Hey, I guess nobody's happy being a manager at Toys R Us now, now that they're gone, right, Dave? Oh, I can't believe they're gone. Or maybe they are happy. They're like, fucking thank God. Cause are they, I all, didn't, are I they didn't, all gone? I didn't have what it took to say, fuck it, I'm walking away and doing something I actually want to do. So if you're forced into a situation where like you have to do it because they're like, we're closing the store. Yeah. And your life gets better. Yeah. And you're like 55 and – there's really no prospects. Like, like if I were to go try to get a real job right now, like can you imagine me going to apply for anything? I think you're good enough at snowing people, though. <laughs> that's true. You could that, snow anybody. I, mean, I think about that all the time. It's not a long-term thing. Hire you. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long-term I mean, thing. He, I, how, I mean, he, he's the kind it's of – 50 years. Yeah. <laughs> there's no way I live another 50. So, so far, so good. I was thinking about, you know, like where would I get a job? The only place I think I would apply would be here. Yeah, and then oh, I might not even get that. That would be amazing. <laughs> All right, but that would be amazing. Who, who goes? I'd be like, oh, <laughs> come on now. <laughs> no, no, not necessarily. Because Dave, no, I bet you Dave I know knows comics, as much about comics know. as Mike does. But you're not going to tell Dave like you're not going to give him the grunt. I don't get him. I don't think it would be amazing for me because I would be I would be so self conscious of uh, telling Dave what to do. It you would be. I couldn't even do it. Want, I couldn't. No, tell me what the goddamn do. I mean, that's, you know, <laughs> you don't want to hear it in the way that he tells you. I know the way. <laughs> <laughs> you know the way the world. I like you gotta bag these. I'm like, okay. I th- yeah. Yeah. He I, does have. He does have experience. Yeah. He. I mean, I think we would just wind up because because of my. I would be in such awe of uh, working side by side with Dave in a comic book store. I don't think we'd get anything done but just talking about comics. I could talk it bag pretty goddamn fast. Yeah. As fast I, as Mike. <laughs> faster even. Faster even. Uh, faster. Yeah. No, I, I had that down, man. I had to run that whole store myself when I did it. So I was my. I, I, it's tactile. You what was know, your customer? Sensory. What was your customer service skills like, though? We saw them. <laughs> well, there, was, there was times every when, like, single time we went in, he was just strumming up. Yeah. every single time. <laughs> and at this point in your life, are you willing to just pretend you care? I'll see that that's where the problems come in. Not willing. Can you even do it? Can you say you like something just because the customer says they like it? Because I have to. I have to say I love the latest Transformers movie. I do. (laughs) I do. That's true. Rather than get into an argument and lose a sale, I'll be like, you're right. It was awesome. There's no spirited debate. No, no, not, they, a, they not at right. Jay and Bob. There's no spirited debate. You are right, <laughs> and I am wrong. Right. <laughs> yeah, I am wrong. It's not that you're right; it's that I'm wrong. <laughs> you know, we I, go the extra mile. Here. <laughs> I do a lot of bullshitting in my job too. Walt, you know, so I'm like, great set. You guys are awesome. You know? <laughs> and that's tour. I haven't lost all the skill. Um, it, it, yeah, I think it would be just a matter of, of you know the pressure cooker building up to to. I'll tend to just go, you know what? <laughs> you know what? You are a fucking mutant. Like, Dave is a child. You're a mutant. Too. Get out. And that happened when I worked at the store. Like, that's it. I've had it. You basically, I don't want to talk about Spider-Man's boots anymore. You basically did that <laughs> while you were here one day. I don't know if you remember this, but you actually – we had a regular customer that you had an argument kind of not an argument that's too strong a word but you had a spirited <laughs> spirited discussion with oh, and no. this person never came back because basically you told them that they were an idiot 
and you did that you they didn't know what they were talking about. I don't even know if you remember this. He was bashing the Spirit movie, Frank Miller's Spirit movie, <laughs> and you like <laughs> tore him. You deconstructed him in front of everybody. <laughs> And I was, it was very uncomfortable for me because I was like, oh boy. Uh, I say, <laughs> this guy buys a lot of stuff. <laughs> Dave comes Man, in I'm like really once or twice a year, <laughs> and this guy's a regular. <laughs> coming, coming there looking through the bargain bin twice a year. And you I mean nothing to the store at you all. You destroyed this guy, and we never saw this guy again. I am so sorry. That's okay. I, I mean, you're Dave Wendorf. You could do that. I didn't do it because uh, yeah. of that. No, no, no. You were, you were, you, you were passionate. I was yep. probably right too. No, yep, I, definitely, <laughs> definitely. I, I think I, no. I mean, who's, who's the manager here? Who's in charge no already? Way, no way. All things you considered, right. all things considered, we are talking in movies and stuff. It's a matter of opinion, and I, I don't think I would have gotten into that. Heated. You, 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 you got it. Got personal quick. He, 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 <laughs> he called him a cunt. <laughs> You're saying this That'll to one hundred percent believe it. No, no, I remember, and Mike would remember it too. We, we, I was looking at Mike, and he was looking at me, and we're like, "Is Dave going to like just take this guy by the throat at a certain point and throw him <laughs> and throw him out on the curb?" He was, you were that angry at his position movie. that the the spirit movie was. Uh, was garbage, and you were, and you, I guess you were defending, I guess, some of the aspects of it. And, um, I think I was defending its, its, its badness. I was like, I have no, you know, the spirit movie is. Because you were kind of in a minority on this one in the rest of the world. Yeah, yeah, but the, I, I remember, I remember this now. No, the spirit, Did you ever see the spirit, the spirit? No, I didn't see it. it, it it's the most, it's, a, it's, a, completely horrible. It's like a horrible movie, but it's well intentioned and, and it's got this, insane bent to it because it was kind of made by an insane guy frank miller i think frank miller actually directed yeah. that right yeah right oh he was coming off sin city and they so, gave, let him do whatever he wanted so i think i was defending the fact that it was such an a, a genuine piece of madness that it should be looked on it like that and not just a bad movie yeah i mean and you had to see because it is a genuine piece of like of of weird bad cinema but the visual of seeing like you know dave you know the way he looks mm-hmm. and this like little nerdy mousy dude. And it was, it was just like, it was like Tyson versus like Joe. Oh, come Joe on. He, <laughs> <laughs> he, he, like, he folded like, like a, like a, eight like and a half. Beach this chair. guy couldn't have been that much. No, I mean, well, you're, I'm just talking about your, your knowledge and your ability to, uh, Form a sentence and and to, and to just talk <laughs> about why contact. you like something <laughs> with such <laughs> passion and, and knowledge. I don't know how we got it into totally... this, but I'm going to walk out of this looking really. <laughs> no, no. Like I, I totally just wander out of it. my tomb. At one time. <laughs> I'm talking about it for 15 minutes. You know, I live four blocks from here, so the image is me. I just like, <gasps> think I got a corp. I got a comic store and ripped somebody a new asshole. And schooled somebody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you've never done. You know what? You've only done it once, and you've never done it. Again, though, so I don't know. I think it may have just been a bad day, or or you just came, a, you just watched the movie, and you just wanted to. Just I think that talk guy was a it. bad guy. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I probably did all you guys. Just an asshole. Like, yeah, <laughs> him and his money. <laughs> <laughs> Loyalty, I, I, and- man. I, I swear, I'll never, I'll never. No, do no, no. Like I said, it only happened that one time, and you know, it's a great story. I think people like that though. Like I, I think people they want to come into the store and do that. I mean, maybe Spirit not this, not, maybe not this guy. Spirit um, debate is a tradition in the comic yeah, is that store. A, is that a pun? Like spirited that. debate about the spirit? Oh no, but, it wasn't. But I'll, but you know, I, I uh, should say it was. Is that yeah, a prison so, tattoo? I'll, you have? I'll, uh, which one? Brian? 
Which one? This one? Yeah. No, that's a T21. That's trisomy 21 Down syndrome because my kid is Down syndrome. Okay. Thanks for reminding me of it. Right, it's horrible. Um, that you're yeah, going no, no, to no. a camp somewhere. No. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, there are a lot of survivors that are like, you don't have the right to wear that. Uh, I, I, I'm curious. You are in charge of things. And we have a big problem with Badly. with people stealing from us, stealing ideas, stealing material. I think the saying Ooh. is uh, TSD makes the world takes. Oh, yes. yes. Right? Oh, I know where this is going. So <laughs> when you find something – Is this a sandbagging? The, the worst kind sandbag. of theft a lot of people would say is Am I getting internal theft. I think so. I think this is, that's where it's headed. But the last few times you've tried to sandbag me, it hasn't worked out for you. I think this one's going to work. Is this some sort of joke? or like? This is not a joke, uh, impractical or otherwise. <laughs> Three facts about Murr, and you have to tell me which one is true. Now we play a game called One True Three. Dave was on the very first episode we played it. I, you I, played, I, yeah, I you played it with Gidham, right? You guys no, no, it was just it was very early on. He he was the very first episode we introduced that Dave was on. We didn't call it that at that time, but yeah, a listener came yeah. up with that name. We stole yeah. it from him. Little kids then, remember you were like drinking McDonald's shakes and we were all sitting. Happy meals, yeah. You just you were just complimenting us before the mics went hot. So these are the impractical jokers. You probably heard of them. Am I on there? One of them. Yeah, there you are. And uh, oh, I know what this is. Yeah, this is called yeah. two bonks and a yonk. Two bonks and a yonk. Yeah. And then, in all fairness to Q, when when Fatone says that, you see Q's face like what? Yeah, I, I <laughs> did. Think you not know it was called. That? I I didn't know this was coming at all. I just showed up and and they did. Okay, it. Yeah. so essentially, yeah, it's a right, it's a one. I think I I think I say something in it. Two bonks, one yonk. Right there. Go back. Yeah, very familiar. I go. Very, this is very familiar. This game. So two are fake, one's true. Got it. Two bonks, one young. <laughs> See, I call it out. Here we go. I have a sticker book full of unicorns. Okay, so I agree what, with what, you. What was your What was your feeling, Q? Did you want to uh, Did you want to kill the bit? No, <laughs> no, I don't want to kill the bit. I wanted to preserve future lawsuits. Um, <laughs> let them air it, and then, you know we're going to take legal action. To me, who's stealing from who? I, I, I don't see. Everyone steals from us. <laughs> 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 Something that arguably we did not make up. <laughs> no, I'm not. I won't have that. Yeah. Uh, so That's two bonks and a yonk. Uh, uh, everyone plays this game, though. It's it's two truths and a lie, and you have to try to guess, right? We've played. Yeah, yeah you played mm-hmm. this. Uh, so when I saw two bonks and a yonk, uh, <laughs> and I saw Q's expression yeah. when when they brought it up, I was like, that poor bastard. <laughs> wow. He doesn't know. He doesn't know what they're about to I do. I don't know. I know, I know nothing about yonks. <laughs> And what are the so, bonks, though? Really, so so you and your boys, yeah. some of your boys yeah. stole and you did, they weren't in Yeah, I think Joey Fatone stole it. So I don't after, know. After it went down, because I could see you making the stink face on the, mm-hmm. on the video. After it went down, did you mention anything? No, because um, – Like a true man. Because you're a boss. It's like showbiz. You're one of the four bosses. Yeah, but you got to choose your battles. And I thought this thing that will only air once in the history of television, coming and going, would be so okay. You can like say, ha that's a great swipe. I mean, you can you, you can pat somebody on the back for a swipe. Yeah, just be like, all right, it is what but it is. But you didn't, did you? I did nothing. I, 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 was, I did nothing. <laughs> I stood by and watched and the world And that's why you're surviving show That's why we're coming for you now. Like, no, and that's why you're surviving show That's right. There you go. Picking the battle. Take no stands. <laughs> right, right. Commit to nothing. Yeah. 
It's, it's easier to sit on the fence. You don't want to be. No. It's comfy God on the fence. You're lying dead on either side of it. Has anyone uh, ever lifted some of your music? Because that's a big thing. People being like, "Oh, this sounds like this." I can never hear it. I don't think my ears. Yeah, are they musical lifted enough. It, the, yeah, it gets lifted, but it's like I lift. So I mean, music is something, and comedy I expect too. But what about Walt's new song, "Space Guy"? Uh, <laughs> I would consider that homage. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. so people have lifted from you. Lesser bands, no doubt. No, like bigger bands in the beginning. See, what happens is like there's a there's a a lifting thing. At least it used to go on in radio, um, <clears throat> when radio was so important that everybody get in on something. Uh, whatever kind of that zeitgeist was to, to come in there and suck up whatever zeitgeist is possible. And some of it's actual homage and some of it's lifting. It really depends on who's, you know, if it gets really bad, you bring it to a judge, you know, but yeah, I remember, I remember saying to myself, I'm going to swipe a lot, but I'm not going to swipe anything that's like older than, you know, any, any, anything that's younger than 20 years away. So I swipe from the past all the time. But when we got signed, and there was a kind of a thing going on. I recognized and then confronted people oh, yeah? about it and in a happy way. I said, did you get that? And, and yeah, it was like Beastie Boys did it for Sabotage. Took from you? Song. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, that was, that was a little, that's your lick from medicine. And ah. I was like, I knew it. And I was happy. It's a great but, song. But Sabotage. yeah, and, and they didn't swipe it. It wasn't just, you know, a complete swipe. It was a, a little swipe. So. That's acceptable though. Like rap guys well, sample I, shit all the time. Well, yeah, it's gone before. It, now it's gone to the point where it's just like that. I made that, you know. It's like mm -hmm. there's actually no finesse done with it at all. But I always considered it a compliment. Hmm. That's what we should do. I mean, the Joker's taken from telling Steve Dave. It's an honor, right? Oh, definitely. I like it. Look at look at it like that. Look at yeah, it like an and, honor. And, and every time yonks. it happens, you should like just blow up their feed with it. I. Thank you so much for stealing from us. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It's not too late. Still on Twitter. And we're always willing to inspire and provide you with material. That's what we do here. Do you uh, – when you listen to like, like the Led Zeppelin shit, do you feel like Zeppelin should be paying up for those songs? Those Well, those guys, they're like the worst example of it all because there was just no – I mean the Stones did it. The Beatles did it. Everybody stole. But Zeppelin stole like – wholeheartedly they would like go the days of confused you know they were touring in touring in 67 i think with the, in the yard birds and they went to this club in new york and saw this guy named jake holmes do a song called dazed and confused <laughs> and, they to the title. <laughs> <laughs> and they just they were like okay yeah it's ours now was it a black guy the original artist no it was just like you know some dweeb you know, it was kind of like a comedy guy. It was kind of a comedy song called Days of Confused. It had like different lyrics, but there's still the same title and still Days of Confused. The whole bit. Huh. I've been Days of Confused for long, Nazi. And then like, I think it was a year and a half later or two years later, it's like, boom, Days of Confused, written by Led Zeppelin. Like, no, nothing. You know? In 2018, <laughs> we're still seeing the courts still litigate. Uh, lawsuits against Led Zeppelin. I remember, yeah. know, that band Spirit uh, yeah. a, just had it thrown out recently. That song, song Taurus, yeah. yeah. What was the Zeppelin song in question, though? Do you know offhand? Uh, I Stairway to Heaven. It was Stairway to yeah. Heaven? And it's the money. You know, I mean, nobody would bother suing anybody over that stuff unless the stuff was making a continual amount of money. That's but, a pretty big, heavy stream. But this many decades later, 
they're just like, all right, we're going to try to get some money. Or is, is there, <laughs> no. did you think it was a? I mean, was there a legitimate argument? I mean, I li- I listened to it. On, uh, they had a YouTube thing. I listened. My ear can't hear it. Not that not close. Musician. No, it, no. It, and that was out of all the swipes that Zeppelin made, that was the one I was surprised went to court because they had a lot worse than that. I mean, they stole from Willie Dixon completely out. Jake Holmes completely. I mean, completely. Like this is. This is mine now. It's like coming over and like taking your picture and saying, this is, I'm you, you know. Um, but the tourist one, yeah, that confused me. I don't know. Somebody got it in their, a bee in their bonnet and said, you know something? Let's go attack the Leviathan and get some money out of it, you know. It, it, but it didn't work, right? Well, they've got, yeah, got so much out. money to defend it that they could keep it tied up for a while, I imagine. Yeah. Zepp? Zeppelin, yeah. Yeah. I mean. People care about Zeppelin still? Like if they did a tour, let's say they used Jason Bond, yeah. people go, oh, yeah. Yep. Is what's his name still alive? Uh, the bassist? John Paul Jones? Is, yep. he, is he still alive? Still alive. Yeah. I feel, yeah, like, I I would, I feel like I would go see it. I think there's certain, there's certain acts that uh, transcend time and space, man, and, and Zeppelin is one of them. Do you think – like, like, They sold a lot of records back then too. I mean they were a cultural phenomenon. Anything that's based – I, I would think anything that sold a certain amount had any kind of cultural impact that's more than 30 years old now. It's rare as hen's teeth today. There's been hardly any cultural impact of almost anything since then. That's why I wanted to There's ask. There's less you. cultural impact of any kind of art. Art's just flying out and nothing's coming back. So, I mean, you want the real deal. You're going to have to go back to the time where it was a real deal. Do you think in the future we'll ever see an impact like, like an album like I don't want to like thriller where no. it was like, where it just was like everybody, it was everywhere. Now yeah. music comes out and like something big, like that Beyonce album. I was in times square mm-hmm. and had a gigantic billboard for it, Beyonce and her husband. The Jay-Z, yeah. But, and I guess that's like the why, big were thing. You, why were you in Times Square? Uh, I told my daughter Times Square she wanted to go to Times Square. Or to take a picture with a fucking Honduran Elmo. <laughs> <laughs> and to me, like she said, that's the I don't biggest. know what that means, but yeah, go ahead. It's like a, it's a, a lot of um, uh, immigrants dress up as the characters. Oh, okay. And, Honduran uh, get, Elmo. And, and like, get pictures. Yeah, it, it's like always, off the rack costumes. Yeah, like, pretty uh, bad costumes, smelly, and then they'll like muscly and take a But yeah, okay. But that's the, that's the biggest release, I guess, of the year in Everybody is supposedly talking about it, she tells right. me. But to, I was trying to tell her, it's like, it's pale. I mean, you can't even use the word pale in comparison to what, like, yeah. when we were growing up, you like, can't, you can't albums, even use, like, yeah, you can't say pale. You can't. You, you can't, I mean, you, you, you can't. Because she's pale, light-skinned? Pale yeah. doesn't what? Oh. <laughs> pale doesn't cover it. It's just right. not, it's not anything like it. This is a total manufactured event. You know, I mean, Beyonce and all these big pop, they manufacture their, they have to manufacture the impression of some sort of cultural impact. There is no cultural impact in Beyonce. But do you never think we'll ever see anything of its ilk ever again in tar- on that kind of scale? Like, I, like- I can't see it. if media is the same as it is now. I can't say how anyone would even have the time to care. It's like, it's like a magic act. You know, it's like you can't, once everybody knows how it's, how it's done and everyone's just waiting for the next big thing. How could any next big thing really be the next big thing? Everything is the next big thing and nothing is the next big thing. It's just a big flat, like a colander of content, just streaming out. People keep waiting for some cultural event to take over. 
It already happened. It's called YouTube. It's because, you know, it's called people would rather watch a, a baby pissing on a monkey's head <laughs> than listen to Beethoven. You know, Agreed. they're more interesting. Yeah, you know. I think I would too, but. Uh, well, I actually interested. listen to Beethoven. Well, yeah, yeah. And, and, and I Could think that's. Beethoven end watch that? That's, I mean, uh, that's what I mean. It's like there's no time for imagined magic to happen in someone's head. And that's what all that stuff was that we listened to when we were kids and before that. It was imagined magic brought on by our. And actually really, really good music and actually had a cultural impact because media was slower at the time. So there was more uh, – and, and we had a lot more um, uh, old school way – old school taboos that had to be broken. You know, guys with long hair, rock and roll, sex between teenagers. That stuff wasn't talked about in the 50s and 40s and 30s and before. It wasn't talked about. So it was a big deal. Rock and roll is pretty much a – and that whole mentality was is a product of um, – of a, what was then a new way of looking at things. And now that that new way is, it's over, it's long over. Can you point to the date you're like, you can say we, we can look at this date this year as the, it's over. The day the music died. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I wish, I wish, you know, I wish you could because. Is it the day that they introduced the home computer? Yeah, why not? No, no, the, no. So the 90s? Oh, the 90s no, killed everything? No, when, when, when broadband. When broadband hit. When, broadband when everyone got it. So I think 2000? That's, I think that's when the magic died. A new kind of magic was invented, but it's not nearly as fun as when you – when people almost hold themselves in, in, a, in, a, in a state of suspended disbelief because they really don't know how it's going to work out. They – imagine things they, they have the time to listen to music and wonder what it meant means and only talk about it to people who know who, who know that and people who they know i mean physically talk they can't research anything it's like there's a lot of time for that stuff to hit you and then boil up in your own imagination go this is the greatest thing i've ever heard there's no one to knock it down right in front of your face at every second you are like wrong. the spirit <laughs> i've got something better than you you know, yeah. now it's just like, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard. Well, so much more I mean, kids though. can still do it, but I mean, well, kids, because they're brand new, they could still be absolutely sure that there's magic happening. They haven't uh, seen. We're talking about kids. We're talking under. Well, that's mean? what I was just about to say. What's a kid now? Yeah. I mean, 12. Legally? I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, it's like, I just it's like <laughs> man, it's, it's hard. I mean, like kids get. It's hard for them. So now we have this like strange tween thing. That is thing. You know, I mean, the whole tween thing is that's not the tweens I went to school with. That's not the tween I was. You know what I mean? I mean, you, when I was a tween, I was still a kid. Now they, these people are like some other mutant breed. Too so, smart for their own good or too dumb? No, I think they're just under a giant blanket of information. Could you please fit it into one of Walt's boxes, please? Yeah. <laughs> too smart, too smart, and too dumb. Yeah. Too, yeah. I can't process. It. I don't know what's gonna. I, I don't know. know if, I, I don't know if he can sit assault a drug, please. If you work, if we if we work together day by day, all I would do is just sit sit at the at your. At your side, just listening to this, and I don't think I would do anything but just listen to Dave. You know, we would talk. I do it yeah. every time because I love talking to you. Yeah. You always, yeah. you always you. get me on a tender and like what the hell? Okay, 
I'm sure you don't. You know what? Not I, to mention like fighting over George Tusker or something like that. You still don't <laughs> like George Tusker? No. The one, I did bring up the fact that that time that you came in and kind of um, – I painted you in kind of a bad light, but I'll paint you in a good light. I still talk about to this day. You probably don't remember it just like the fight. My two kids were here. Um, I had to watch them one of the rare times. I had oh, to watch yeah, them. yeah. And um, you were in and um, – I, I told him I was in the back. It's like that guy right there up there. He's a he's a musician. He's a rock star. And unprompted, you came back and you and my girls were sitting here and they go. You just said to them, "I don't know if you know this, but your dad's really cool." And I still throw that in their face. <laughs> this day, it was like fifteen Aww. years ago, and I'm like, and I and I and now I could well, show you them. are cool. Well, well I you mean, but they don't told. think so. No. But now that I had, I had validation. I had, I had somebody that they were like, you know, like was famous and and uh, who was in the music goes, business. But, but, yeah. but to them, it yeah. was like, it was like, even though they didn't know who you were, I was able to show them like pictures and, and like albums and, and music. That was like. A weekend of like that's cool. Oh yeah, well, that's cool. That, it didn't last yeah. long. Yeah, I'm sure. But I you just said a weekend. <laughs> yeah, but I still I still bring it up to them when they say that I'm like I'm not cool or I'm that I'm a, like I was I four. Don't, I don't. Do you remember. think if I tried it again, like left it on a message machine, it probably wouldn't have as much impact. <laughs> well, I, don't, I don't know. I just ruined it. I don't know if you remember me. I'm that old guy. Your father's still cool. <laughs> well, you mean you look different Shape than up. any 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 guy that I had come in that they had come into contact with? You know, like you you have. Well, I guess he Bob, looks like a rock star. Yeah, yeah he, he looks, looks so. Like, it, look was, like it meant it was so much more impactful than like Bry or Q saying it. You know, it was like it, not because they didn't. I've never said it once. Yeah, yeah, I know, but like you looked apart, and it everybody was like, goes under the bus here, don't they? It like, like you know, it was as if Jagger had come in and said it. Not to them; they wouldn't carry the so, Jagger. Who, who would it be? <laughs> what to you? <laughs> who would it be to them? Like to them, their, I guess um, it would be like if if um, at that point, like uh, Drake and one of the Drake and Josh kids. No way. Drake Bell? Yeah, it's like Drake Bell. Wait, what? wait. Uh, we're talking musicians here. Not Dr- He's a musician. He played the No, we're talking Are you talking Drake the the actual R&B guy? Like no, no, no. The, I'm talking about the TV show Nick Nick. I did not know they were so oh, excited okay. by Drake okay. cuz I was just at a con with him. <laughs> I would have gotten a picture. You know, at that point when he when he said this, they Oh, not would, now. No, yeah, no, like sure. that would have been something that like it would have been this, the equivalent of like the Drake kid from the TV show come in and telling them that their dad was But cool. today who would it have to Oh, be? today yeah. um it would be some unknown singer that like, you know, they're into like these singers that no one's ever heard of, which is, you know, better than the homogenized um Yeah, the, the, uh, yeah well that yeah, that's, just keep going that's after the Yonks. Yeah. Uh Oh shit! I forgot I was going to ask. Yeah, that's that. a trick I now. They, they find their own singer. It's like YouTube. It's a YouTube thing. Yeah, you find your own. Yep. And that's a very community minded as well, though. It's like there, there's a whole backstory. There's a whole backstory to this, and it's very manufactured. It's the new way to get hot if you're a singer. To go on YouTube. Yeah, to, well, to run it as if you're a YouTube. Like it used to be the thing. It's like you know, if you're going to run, you go right to the record company. You don't get signed and let them build you. But the kids are like savvy on cred. So what you do is you play it that way. You play it like, hey, nobody knows me. Meanwhile, everybody knows you. But not your mom and dad. It's this constant fight to have something of yours that not everybody else knows about. It's the same old teenage thing. You just build it that way. And they're actually pretty well funded, these guys. They they say they play it poor, but it's 
it's not. How did you get your music played at first? Like when you went on, like when you first started out and you first were played on the radio, was it a record company? Like, I want to hear some stories about like mafiosos, like roughing people up or payola, little payola. Wet beaks. Yeah. Wet beaks. Yeah. Wet my beak. Beaks dripping with wet. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, I I wish I had mafia stories. It would have been interesting. I was signed to A&M Records after independent, after a bunch of independent records. Nobody got paid until I think, you know, I was on A&M and I know there was some sort of payola in advertising, but they had, they had cracked down on all that stuff by the time I got signed. It was oh, yeah. a big scandal in the 60s and 70s. Well, did you watch vinyl on HBO? A little bit. It was kind of terrible. You thought it was terrible? Yeah. yeah I mean, did you think it was not representative of what it was No, like? I mean, they, they got so many things wrong that it kind of turned me off. So I didn't okay. make it to – I mean, I'm sure the story was okay. Yeah, they didn't renew it for a second season. Um, what, what was your? Do you remember your first live performance and how old you were, and if it were at a pool club, by any chance? <laughs> yeah, I remember my first live performance with that Shrewsbury Shrewsbury Public School, um, on thirty five up there. It's like this little red brick building. It, it could have been like nineteen fifty five. I mean, the, the the building itself was probably built in nineteen oh one, but it looked like something out of like Back to the Future. You know, with that kind of dance, three sets. You know, something like original music, or, you co- or are you doing like covers? a combination of original and covers? What was like, one of the covers? Uh, Deuce. Deuce, Deuce, Deuce. Oh, okay, so um, so it's not 1955. Then. No, no, no. <laughs> it was like 19. I, like, I was like, I was like, wow. So we did like Kiss. Okay, and uh, Rush. Alice Cooper, Black Sabbath, Lou Reed, some Iggy and the Stooges, which was daring, you know, um, that kind of stuff. And we just kept doing it. How would you rate your performance that first time? Uh, terrified. But like, did you feel like competent? Yeah, I think I sang okay. So you, so it didn't sound like you had a punctured eardrum and a head cold. At no, the same I think time. so. I, I kind of sang, I, like I could sing those songs. I could say on key. I don't know how nuanced it was, but you know, I could, I, I knew when I was off key. How old were you? I like 17, maybe. Hmm. Yeah. Um, a couple of years. 16 or 17. The second one was the best because that was at a house party in Shrewsbury where I took LSD. Okay. And then, uh, while you played? Yeah, it was a big mistake. Oh, wow. Why? <laughs> Because I, I, I felt outside of my being and I was separated from reality and I, I think I was trapped on the ninth circle of fault. Mm. And, uh. Does that happen to you yeah, often? Well, yeah. I, I, you know, <laughs> I could view myself from a high distance looking down, you know, and saw my vocal cords, my vocal emanations coming out like they looked like fish. It was insane. Huh. It was, you know. How did, how do you think you did like when you were watching yourself as a spectator? You know, I didn't really put it in a, in a, in a showbiz kind of <laughs> bracket at that point. I was just trying to maintain my, the last stem of my sanity. It was really insane. I mean, I didn't know where I was. I, I mean, I knew where I was, but um, LSD's weird, you know, and, um, it's not like anything else. So I just kind of waited for it to be over. Uh, and it was. How long did that take? 
Think about eight hours. Oh God, <laughs> we we did mushrooms once, remember? And I mm-hmm. and I was like throwing up for the yeah. first four hours. Yeah. I'm watching TV by myself. Yeah. <laughs> this is right, a long, man? you know, this is a long time ago. Yeah, like yeah, I was once no it settled down. It was awesome. I yeah. wasn't a stranger to tripping at that point, but being in front of people, and that was I was a real stranger too. And I, you know, what I was, th- I knew it was not a good idea to do. But um, I'd be like, fuck it, I'll do it anyway. That's, that's well, that was a thing roll, right? back then. It was like, yeah. You know, it's like take the plunge. The whole thing was like, if you're not supposed to do it, do it. It's very highly encouraged. No, no, no. You're a lot better off. Am I? Yeah. Because I, I hear not. I've heard microdosing LSD is the way to go. The uh, the I got oh some comedian God. friends in LA who who give it to me, and I I never take it because I just feel with my age, and I just haven't done it up until now. So what am I going to do? Start doing it? I'm not a big drug guy to begin with, so it it uh. But I always do. It's one of the things I always kind of regret is having it, not done. I don't know. You regret it, huh? I, would, a little I, don't, bit. I don't think the 21st century is a good time to take psychedelic What does drugs. it look like? On the cruise, baby. 2019, <laughs> yeah, me and you. What does uh, acid look is like? Is it a little pill? Oh, this way, well, it comes, of- comes in many forms, Walt. Um, <laughs> actually, LSD is originally a powder made into a liquid. Sometimes a liquid can be dripped onto to sugar cubes, sometimes made into a tablet, and sometimes dripped on little blotter paper. I, That's what I took a lot of. Is it possible that there are people out there that can can take drugs and have absolutely no – like it doesn't affect them at all no matter what happens? You mean they just won't get They're high? They're immune to it, yeah. They won't get high? Or no. maybe they were smoking shitty weed in 1987. No, no. I, well, I think on my graduation, like they – I remember – Ed and Matt gave me said and said it was that and I took so it was LSD and I nothing happened. You took it, nothing happened. Some nothing shit. happened. No. Graduation, just, nothing. Did something happen keep, to them? I don't. I smoke pot. Nothing has ever happened. I haven't done it since like yeah. you know since the eighties, but nothing ever happened to me. I mean, alcohol affected me, but not. Yeah. But I think they just gave you shitty stuff. You know, really, it's not impossible that my 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 makeup is. It is, could be your makeup is strong. I think you know, and, and if you're talking, I'll go with that. But, but you know what else too? It's like, and you're I mean, cool. You're, you're, you're just so stubborn that you just wouldn't allow it. You're like, you can't. Is it possible? Like it? Like if I was that's just that. I'm like, I'm not going to let it happen. I'm going to like so mind over matter. If you can do that, you should be like the leader of the free world. You know what I, mean? I will not let it. This LSD is not getting any further than my cerebellum. You know? That's where it parks. It's going to park there. It's not getting into the medulla. I feel like a lot of drugs are not like, no, 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 you don't. But drink. I remember the other guys I was with, the two guys I was with, acting all like. Acting fools. Acting like, yeah. like, And I'm like. <laughs> They're acting I the fool. Know because nothing, I don't well, feel anything. You know, I mean, <laughs> the, the way it was it was taught to me back in the olden days was that sometimes it took, unless you were going to do a massive amount, it took a little while for it to get in there. Um and it's like with pot, like a lot of people didn't get high the first time. You had to smoke it a couple of times and then it kicked really? in. Really? Yes. Okay. So I only Don't did know it like twice and it never mm-hmm. did anything and it just, just right. smelled gross and I just – So right now you're you're a little uh, – what's the word I'm looking for, Q? Stodgy uh, as far as trying new shit. Let's say we're like 80, and we know I we're both on our way out. He's trying to protect his sanity, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you big pussy. Well, let's say, yeah, let's let's say, say we're going to take acid. <laughs> no, no. 
Sissy. Let's say, let's say no, we're, we're in the nursing home together. It's me yeah. and you. Right. And I'm like, hey, man, I got some LSD. <laughs> I, 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 At that I, point, I, would you be like, fuck it, why not? I highly like, advise not? against it unless no. you're like out in nature or something. There's just too much information. Yeah. I mean, LSD is like very powerful, powerful drug. You know, it, it affects the id. It affects your id, your inner core. You know, you look at yourself, you stand up, you know, some people don't stand in front of the mirror and just like, what am I? Um, <laughs> I don't need it's not just, <laughs> it's not just Richard. like you That's take daily this, affirmation. <laughs> you take this stuff and see flowers and stuff. It's like, it's your being. Yeah. It ah. can go, it could go very, very wrong back then. It, I, all I could do is expect it to go very, very wrong today. There's just too much to An 80 year old, I can't imagine, would have the, uh, like, would, would it do fortitude? No, I, I would think it was just a matter of where your headspace was at. You know, good trip, bad trip. So if you were uh-huh. in a good headspace, you'd probably have a great time. I mean, there, there'd be moments, like any adventure, there's moments, there's scary moments. Um, that was part of the, the appeal of an LSD trip was that there were scary moments, but it was quite awesome, you know, crazy. But I just, I mean, today, I think there's so much information that I don't know if anybody's in that good of a headspace. I don't think you can naturally, I mean, if you pay attention to and read all the stuff that's coming in at all times, I mean, if you want to pay attention to the news or anything like the news. Yeah, shut that shit uh, down. And you want to care <laughs> and you want to, like, you really, really care. There's just so much information. Then again, I could see a couple, you know, mutants watching Game of Thrones and that's all they watch and they'd be fine with LSD. They'd be like, make- oh, we're going to binge watch Game of Thrones. I don't care about, you know, and they'd probably be fine. Do they that still sounds make all right, LSD? though. <laughs> it doesn't sound awful. seasons where they show everybody's tits. <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> they still do? Yeah, I don't know how many people do, but enough people it do. Sounds it. Like an, LSD? Yeah, it sounds like Every a, time in like LA, a somebody, an somebody anti- gives me some. An, an, what's it called? Antiquated? Yeah, drug, uh, right? It's not the drug of choice anymore, right? No, I mean, I, it, it's, I, I hope is, not. Is the high different from mushrooms? Because I, I hallucinated really hard on mushrooms. Yeah, mushrooms is, is a, a mellower than yeah. LSD. LSD is like We created two bumps of, It's just more. <laughs> LSD is more of that. Yeah. Is mushrooms illegal or is it or is it illegal? It's illegal. Is, but isn't it just come from a can? No, it comes no, from the ground. You don't go to the food store and get it. No, it, it's, it's a type of mushroom. Oh, right, but don't they just like ferment the can, like the ones they buy in the store? And just no, no, no. Store? It's a specific type of mushroom. It's a different kind of mushroom. It's psilocybin. Yeah. Surely you've got to be one of these guys that's like, what the fuck? It's a mushroom. What the fuck? It's weed. Like, come on already. <laughs> I read the Asbury Park Press. I was on the bagel store the other day, and I saw the the headline was New Jersey has more busts for weed than any other state. Yeah, that's and, crazy. I and mean, that's yeah, Monmouth that's, County being the high, uh, highest or second highest. I thought it was decriminalizing. It's just weird. Like, I think they want to give tickets. They want to generate revenue and shit it's, like well, that. And it's a whole thing. There's a long history of of a law and order stance taken by governor after governor after governor. That'll break like a twig. You watch. In, in the course eventually. of like two years, it could go and all of a sudden, it's legal and nobody cares. I mean, it's been waiting to happen. When that's all people care about. It's also strange. Like we were just in California where you can go to a store and mm-hmm. buy any like, number. Like a deli. Of, yeah. <laughs> and future, just order shit up. the future of the But whole then country. you cross the border into another state and it's like, now you're in trouble. Yeah. Well, California is the future of the whole country. That, it's, it's not necessarily it's a good thing that everybody wants to just be high all the time. I mean, I don't get high. No? Anymore. You don't do anything? What, what's, your, what's your vice now? What's your uh, drink? Beer? No. I don't drink. Little meth. I don't smoke. We really could work together. 
<laughs> we, I mean, we would have. How do you feel a, about oregano? I smoke cigarettes. That's not cigarettes. That's, not, oh, cigarettes. We, That's we, my we life. We can work on that. We can get you off that. Well, what's he on? Pepper? Cigarettes. Cigarettes? Just run oh, outside okay. and smoke and come back in. Get but, you a patch? Yeah. Get you a right patch. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to, I, I'm, bra- I, I'm, I'm helping get him break out drinking. How's that going? Yeah, he's, he's cutting down on his drinking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Working here is, is a would be obviously it's better than a rehab. Mike, Mike, Mike's been sober for twenty years. <laughs> I don't like getting high. I don't like getting you know. I don't like it. I mean, and then you know, and I didn't get high for the longest time. I mean, I stopped getting high and drinking when I was around twenty four, and went the whole time in Monster Man, except for a couple times where I just decided to see what it was like to go absolutely fucking crazy in a rock band and get as high as I could, which was really fun, but impractical. And then out of nowhere, when I was like 48, I got addicted to prescription drugs. What kind of loser does that? I know. It's really embarrassing. And it wasn't even like, oh, was a, look a at young... me. I'm high. I was just like gobbling these pills. How old to were me. you, Brian? I was, a, I was a young man of 42, I think. <laughs> <laughs> so, it was, yeah, I was yeah, about the same happened. age, yeah. It's a, there's something always waiting. That's when life gets hard. <laughs> Dude, that's yeah. when life does get. Hard. Yeah, I'm hit 42 now, and I, and it's uh, it's You're an interesting. Right in that zone <laughs> where you know you start to consider things that you would never consider. You know, As, I'm gonna it, fuck it, that. You know, yeah. I'm gonna fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> Not in consideration. Yeah. It's a statement. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to fuck that. Exactly. Whatever that is. I got hooked on like a you would just lift that tarp it. of a skirt. I went to. I was touring like a madman. What is that? And I couldn't. Sleep because I was too yeah, excited about what I was doing. I loved, loved the whole thing. I love touring. Like I love chasing girls. I loved everything about it. And and I didn't get high, so I had a lot of energy. And I was healthy, you know, aside from cigarette smoking. But I like rode, you know, any time off I was riding my bike. And I always did my push-ups and stuff. I was, our, you know, considering all things considered a pretty healthy guy. <clears throat> but my thoughts – my enthusiasm was just too much for the, I just couldn't calm down. Like I would do a show and then I would just stay up all night and like chase girls around. I mean, you know, what else is there to do? You know, I mean, exciting places. There's new people, met new people, have fun. And I would just talk and talk and talk and my voice would go out and it'd be nothing. So my whole reason for being, out there to be able to do all this stuff was being ruined by by fact that I was enjoying it. <laughs> and I was like, you just, you're, I was burning myself, you know, just burning candles at both ends, even without any drugs. So you're saying that you were having so much fun you felt guilty and that you shouldn't do it? No, I was having so much fun that I would wear the voice out. Oh, okay. You know? So you're yeah, rapping to the ladies. Yeah, it takes a lot out of it. Come on, do it, do it. Yeah. Do it. No, um, you know, <laughs> come on. Just um, no, it's just, just blabbing. Just blabbing. Wait a minute, you're not talking about singing. You're just talking literally. You just talk too much. It was yeah, the singing and the talking and the staying awake. That's I was what, only what happened to me last week when my throat was like that. And that was just from talking. It's just really? talking's yeah. the worst, man. Talking will will, and then you have to sing on top of that. So and really, what it came down to is sleep. I would sleep. Four to five hours a night, and that was it. And you do that for like six months in a row, and you shot. I was just shot. Yeah. I was like, eh, could I still talk? Sure. Could I sing? Yeah. But it sounded like this. I was like, ah. It sounded horrible. And 
I was like, this is, this is it. I'm going to ruin myself. I'm going to ruin. I didn't care about my body. I was like, I'm going to ruin the whole thing. I'm going to bring the circus down. I love the circus, you know, that the things that excited me about it are still exciting to me today. And then I realized that I got to do something about this. So I guess I could have gone a bunch of different ways. One, I could like work on my sleep and go to, you know, a sleep doctor. And I went to a sleep doctor and the guy is like, well, just go to sleep. And I was like, well, thanks a lot. <laughs> you know, obviously, you, been, you know, have a drink. And I was like, no, nah, I don't drink. I don't want to drink. Uh, the doctor what, recommended you know, uh, alcohol? The guy said, maybe you have a couple glasses of wine. Mm. And, uh, a little wine spritzer? And, you know, of course James. I tried it, but it didn't, it didn't work. It wasn't enough. I was still too into it as into it as I could be. And I couldn't figure out mm. what to do. So I was like, well, better living through chemistry. And I, I went to a doctor, like a GP and said, all right, here's my problem. I tore all, I go into different time zones that had a lot to do with it too. I went to different time zones all the time. So I was a constant state of jet lag and I was so alive I didn't know my body didn't know what time to sleep. I need something. To, I was like, I need something to put me down like a wild animal. You know, I want to go down for seven hours a night. That's, that's what, what I want. Jackson had. That's why he took that propofol. You ever? It's exactly why he took it, and and I totally get it. You know, you you looked into that. No, they didn't have that, but I mean, I totally get why he took it. Oh. You know, and I could see how I could go that far. Because like, once you, you start, don't have it. Put you under for surgery. Yeah, yeah, I would have got that. If I could. <laughs> Anesthesia. <laughs> anyway, so I went to this guy. And he's like, here, take these. He goes, this is what air, airplane pilots and basketball players take. <clears throat> what year why, was this? Why he mentioned basketball players. This was <laughs> in the early 90s. Oh, okay. And this is in the first days. This is when it was just being introduced, that stuff. It was called – it's called Tamazepam. It's this stuff they make. Um, it's a it, anti-anxiety medication. It's like a, like a it's benzo. A, it's a benzo. Yeah. But the Tamazepam is a massive dose of benzo. That's created to go into your system within 10 minutes and to basically leave. I mean, as, as far as benzos can really leave, but basically the high will be over within seven hours. So you're not walking around high, you know? Um, and that's all I wanted. And he got the stuff and it's the stuff they give to like psycho patients. <laughs> He's like basketball players. And anyway, yeah, that, why would a basketball player take? I, I don't know why he brought that up. Um, I think he thought it would impress me. He's in jail now, by the way. The doctor? Yeah. Mm. Uh, wow. Oxys, benzos, the whole bit. And this was the beginning of those days. This is when this whole oxy thing started and the whole, this whole like crazy doctor prescribing um, comfort meds, pain, pain meds like crazy. The FDA didn't do anything about it. Now we're, we're in the state now. So I took them because they were f fantastic. And I never went over the prescription. They were fine. They were extremely powerful. And they didn't interrupt with my – The painkillers. Oh, no, not or the painkillers, but the benzos. Okay. They didn't, they didn't seem to affect my life at all until they did. Until and you tried to stop taking them. I tried to stop taking them. And my mind was horrible. It just turned me into another person. Yeah. They um when I went to rehab they said the most difficult substance to get off of are it's benzos. The, the most people are that's what they're there for. Which I I, ne I could never get into them like Xanax and shit because it just always made me tired. I didn't like feeling tired all the time. Exactly, but they didn't make me tired because I was so hopped up on doing what I was doing. Yeah, that it just it really actually it was the perfect drug for me. I felt 
I felt a little goofy. I went to sleep. I woke up, had a cup of coffee. I didn't feel tired. I felt really good, like ready to go. I mean, I got everything done. I went on a million tours and wrote albums and did everything. And nothing seemed to, it didn't seem to affect me in any other way. Now that I look back, it probably did. Probably impaired my judgment. Now, will, will this taint, oh, I was going to say, will this taint your, uh, your love of Monster Magnet music, knowing now? No, I assume that all the artists that I, uh, I, I admire and listen to are, are – that's the only way they can do what they're doing. They, they, so when you listen lyrics. to Tell Them Steve Dave and you hear me talking. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I, album you did know, you write on when you were hopped up? I, I, wasn't, I was never hopped up when I wrote anything. I always wrote my, when you were hopped up. Um, no, I never wrote when I was high. I have to write in the morning when I'm you know, a couple cup of coffee. You know, that, well, at, that, the, at the at your worst stage, what album did you write? <coughs> like where you like where um, you were? The, the album I put together on on the withdrawal was uh, Four Way Diablo. But I never wrote anything. The, the only things I ever wrote high in my life never made it onto a record. They were so horrible. So they so you never so you couldn't even use the experience to like uh, in, in like as a, to write a song or to like no it was completely the opposite. Way. No, this was all I wanted to do. That's that's why it's such an embarrassing addiction. There was none of the glamour to. I mean, I couldn't even pretend I was Charlie Parker, like shooting up heroin and then blowing cool <laughs> at Birdland at fifty eight. You know, this was just like. The guy wants to go to sleep <laughs> because he has a hard day at the songwriting factory tomorrow. That's, <laughs> that's what it was. I'll tell you what. There was what, no what joy in it. Has a, he has a hard day podcasting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that's, he needs to be hot. On, a random, on a random weekday. <laughs> <laughs> on a random weekday. <laughs> got to go to the podcasting factory. 47 <laughs> weeks out of the year. <laughs> Boy, that's being kind, 47. Thank you, Q. <laughs> Can I ask you about your new album? I'm on my third job sure. today. <laughs> Somebody shoot me. Somebody just please shoot me. Um, I'm not even kidding. Somebody please shoot me. The new album I'm not enjoying out. anything. Uh, well, when did it come out? Somebody so Pretty recently, right? Yeah. You know, like, like, what, five, five months ago? No, less feelings. Tell me about them. <laughs> Four months ago. Four months ago. Um, I have some questions here that I came up with, and also I I uh, asked the listeners to come up with some some questions cool. for you. Some people who are who listen to us and who are also you know you look insane now, right? Are those jewelry glasses. <laughs> you know what you look like, right? With no. this, this stuff wrapped around you, like wires coming out of your head, and these. And, and crazy like, like, jewel, like jeweler's no, glasses, are, right? Uh, these are dial vision glasses. You see them on uh, I've seen on TV. <laughs> so you dial in what, what? like as you're no yeah well like, let me see those things oh yeah. for like uh like oh i need I to see a little bit clear i could change the uh as as i grow older i could change the <laughs> dude this is what i've been waiting my whole life oh, for yeah, this dial vision walmart i must have been on pills. seven bucks i must have been on pills so you wait <laughs> how much is the non-dial vision well, this well, the non-dial version will have to keep buying glasses. This one, I'll right, never these will have forever. Glasses. He'll never lose them. Dials. Right. My point is, if that's seven dollars, how much are the regular ones? Oh, they're cheap too. But Please like, tell me they they dial together and not individually. Right? You could close one eye and then you dial, and then you close the other eye and you dial, and then you get then you get the perfect <laughs> vision. These two old men convincing each other they're cool. <laughs> dial <laughs> vision? No way! That technology exists. Yeah. <laughs> Laugh now, motherfucker. I'm going to see you dialing in pretty damn soon. <laughs> you think I'm not going to Walmart right after this? 
<laughs> I, I want to like a dial a cyclops dial vision a section. Giant sphere in front of myself. Uh, I see the sign. Thank you. I see the end cap. Thank you. I see it on TV. There you go. Yeah, where's the uh, dial vision end cap, please? Wow. Thank you. Um, dial vision. Yeah, there, there, there were. I mean, the the commercial stopped though, which led me to believe. I wonder if I'm damaging my eyes with my dial vision, but. You know, you can research Like I said, they were $7. <laughs> <laughs> I just looked this up. The uh, title of the new album. Dial Vision Recall. Mindfucker. Using the F word in the title, did you uh, – did it take a lot of consideration? Uh, because it kind of – A little. Was- a little, but it, it was like – it just seemed like I wanted to. I was like, I always, I was like, yeah, I want to call a record Mindfucker. That's fucking rock. And you can. Yeah, and that's really ultimately. I was like, I can. What? What? what I got to. What? I'm not going to be on the radio. Well, I heard you on the radio, and I thought it was strange because <laughs> they couldn't say the name of the album. They're like Mind Effer, Mind Effer, and I'm like, right. so um, like I, I heard you on the Rat, and um, and they nobody right. could say the name of the album, and I'm just like, did you consider the fact that nobody would be able to say the name of the album anywhere? The only thing I considered was um, Mind N Word records, <laughs> record stores. I, I considered so. Right. So when I decided to call it Mindfucker, um, for completely juvenile, ridiculous reasons and very Beavis and Butthead, like, fuck it. I'm going to call it Mindfucker because it's Mindfucker. You know what I mean? It's fucking Mindfucker, dude. And it just, anything less than that just didn't seem to make sense to me. It, 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 so I made that decision based on that, ju- you know, made that decision based on basic juvenilia. Did you have what were you are you the sole decider of that like you you may have the yeah, yeah, like, yeah. the band is not Yeah, like, I don't I don't like think they, I don't think anybody else would have you know they're like really? Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I called it, uh, and, uh, so you do like to be in control. You know, well, I had to explain to them that it, it well I didn't have to explain they completely understand. The world is not the same place that it used to be for music and for a lot of other things. Nobody cares. Everybody cares. What does it matter? Um, it's not like I'm going to make a lot of money if I name a record Mindfucker, Let's Go, Everybody, Let's Rock. You really think that this is going to, you know, was that the only alternative? Uh, let's go, everybody. Let's rock. You should definitely name your that next album. That has got to be your next <laughs> album. Let's go, everybody. Let's rock. Like, okay, everybody, let's rock. Or don't. Uh, it's okay. It'll be, yeah, it'll be nice on the nice side. Or, or you don't have to. I don't wanna, you, know. If you know, if you want. I wanted to call something Mindfucker because it was just cool to say Mindfucker. And I knew also that the people would understand the the, the Dumbass sentiment behind that would be my kind of people. Stupid is the new smart. Hey, you got to take a quick ad break, but we'll be right back to tell them Steve Dave with special guest Dave Monster Magnet Windorf. But briefly, I'd like to talk to you people about MeUndies. I always thought MeUndies was that really cool underwear brand with the fun, crazy prints, but it wasn't until I actually tried them that I realized that holy crap, they are seriously the most comfortable thing I've ever worn. They use micromodal fabric, which is a full three times. That's three times softer, people, than regular cotton. I couldn't believe how soft these things were. It's the exact fabric you're going to want down there. They release multiple fun prints each month in matching socks and bralettes. And you will not believe the new design they have out there right now called Fool's Gold. 
it is it's crazy. It's it's skulls and a whole bunch of gold coins with actual gold foil on the print. So you, I mean, you could you turn the lights off, you're going to see these little gold coins glittering in the night. So I mean, I opened the package today, and I just I was I was tickled pink to see it. And if and if you're not tickled pink though. MeUndies offers a 100% satisfaction guarantee. You're going to love these MeUndies, but if you're not into them, just send them back for a full refund. MeUndies just launched a brand new membership as well. You can level up your top drawer with new MeUndies each month. Members gain access to exclusive prints that no one, I repeat, no one else can get. They get special member pricing on every product MeUndies makes, and you can switch styles or skip any month you choose. MeUndies has a great offer for Tell em Steve Dave listeners. For any first-time purchasers, when you purchase any MeUndies, you get 15. That's right, 15% off and free shipping. This is what's called the no-brainer. Get 15% off a pair of the most comfortable undies you will ever put on. To get your 15% off your first pair, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guarantee, you must go to MeUndies.com slash T-E-S-D. That's MeUndies.com slash T-E-S-D. Okay? Told you it was going to be brief. Now, back to Tell Em Steve Dave. Before we started recording, we were talking about the uh, the Me Too thing a little bit. Yeah. Has that, has that uh, changed your behavior in any way? Oh, the circus that you love. Is it yeah, even possible to have? Girls? Um, yeah, it depends on what people are involved in the circus. Um, and men and men and women relationships, sex, sexual attraction, all those great mysteries of life that no one has ever figured out. No one ever will. Most of that me too, the me too stuff is seems to sit in again, like well-educated, well-meaning people who are seem to be trying to deny some of the mysteries of life and trying to capture some sanity here and there in an age of, of insanity, of, of insanity. Um, people are trying madly to try to vil- find a villain somewhere. And what better villain than like, you know, Harvey Weinstein guy. He's like one of the best. He's like a Nazi. You know, he's like in the scheme of villains, it's like, well, there's the Nazi pig. And then there's the Hollywood producer, you know, the pig producer. He's an honestly bad guy. Um, and they want it. But with the Internet, people tend to like. Well, equal- they take their chances. And, and the next thing you know, if people are hurling. Rotten tomatoes from 25 years ago, uncorroborated, you know, rotten tomatoes and letting the public make up their mind. But it's interesting to note that it's only in the entertainment industry where this thing is holding any water because there's, they're too much cowards to stand up for anybody anyway. They just, well, well, I think people are more interested too in like, oh, I want to see this actor get taken down or this famous personality get taken down rather than like Joe Schmo from an office who goosed a secretary 20 years ago. Well, that's absolutely true. And, right. And yeah. That'll, no, nobody's going to write about that guy. No, I don't think they'll write about that guy because it doesn't fit into the, there's too many gray areas and it's not that interesting. And again, with Americans and, and myself included and all of us, we grew up watching stereotypes that have been imprinted on us so long that this is just another stereotype. And naturally we like to see it play out in a more exciting way than just in a movie. We really, we want to see the real 
Hollywood fiend go down. We want to see real people go down. You know, we want to see them go down. We like it when it's nice and simple. And the internet can't really bear right now much. They, they, well, it can bear a bunch of, it, it can bear areas of gray, shades of gray, um, nuance, but it doesn't want to. It seems the internet wants, especially in this case, in most cases, heroes, villains, and victims. That we can get. That we understand. Give me a hero. Give me a villain. Give me a victim. If there's any kind of like a gray area between, oh, this person's kind of good. It's like, it, it doesn't work that good for the narrative. So something like Me Too could go for a long way. Heroes versus villains. And But the way the internet goes, this nonstop thing is there's not much talk about when people are wrong about it. Oh no, the the retractions are few and far between. But but a lot of collateral damage. Yeah, I mean the the things that I've heard, a lot of them have been like, well, I think this guy deserves to get taken down. But when you're giving equal gravity to like say Harvey Weinstein and James Gunn making that's what I mean, tweets are like inappropriate tweets. So that heroes, villains, or victims. Ten years later. Heroes, villains, or victims. Go sit next to Harvey. Really? James Gunn? Go sit on Harvey's lap. Really? Yes. Yeah. Because we just don't have time. We can't separate. We don't have internet time, or, or, nor does it help our, our movement, our well-meaning movement, to see you in any other, any other way than as bad as this guy. Tough luck. Everyone, you know, we got, we got to take, you got to take some hits for the revolution. It's nice to see some people come out and defend James Gunn, though, and be like, come on. Like, they are weird tweets, but what's his name? Was it – I don't think it was Rubio. It was It was one of those, like, religious political guys who was like, well, you know, we should be investigating these tweets to see if they're true because if they are, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, so what? Now you're going to investigate everyone who puts up a fucking tweet? Well, they can investigate like, all they want, you know? I mean, it's like if there were more taste. investigations, the whole thing would be better over. But I don't think nobody really in this crazy world of – Almost like idealism over actual fact, and both sides have it. The right definitely have it, and the and the far left have it too. Good nicks, bad nicks, everyone. They really don't have the time to actually suss the facts out. They just want to find the information that can weaponize their next attack against each other. Hardwick was a good example of that, where Hard- somebody wrote fucking something. Hardwick, that poor <laughs> bastard. He just got his job back. Guess Did what? Yeah. Guilty. Oh, You're good. guilty of being an asshole. Like. Being a bad boyfriend. Yeah, or, or not even. Or like, who's to know if he was a bad boyfriend or not? What, just the word of some ex-girlfriend? I'd be up the river a million times if it was that. Do so, you trust every ex-girlfriend to not uh, me too the shit out of you? No. <laughs> be like, Dave made a joke back in 1976. Now, I've, I make the worst jokes in the world. My, my sense of humor is very, very dark and black, and it's just like way over the top, you know? And, and you don't have to care. What? It's good because you don't have to care about it. Well, no. Well, I do. I mean, I care. I mean, I, Put your I, name I, in albums, Mindfucker. Like, you, you can probably make some, some off-color jokes. <laughs> <laughs> People aren't going to complain. What do you want? What do you want from me? <laughs> you bought a tiger, right? So you um, – yeah, it's it's a weird world and it's very uncomfortable. And it makes a lot of people um, worry about stuff that I, I think they shouldn't have to like. It's putting a lot of girls – it, it, putting a lot of women in a spot where they have to not even trust their common sense anymore. This thing is telling them that your common sense is not good enough. 
you have to, perhaps you'd be better to listen to our common sense. This collective common sense. You didn't coming know out. this was offensive. You right. didn't know that you, right. you should be yeah. upset by this. Right. It, almost now like, you do. As, as like you, unfortunately, dear, you've been very dumb and your common sense didn't work and you're really going to have to look out for more problems. It's your duty as a good person and a woman to start changing the future according to this kind of loose idealism or idealism or group of facts or whatever, whatever that push is coming from this loose me too movement, you're going to have to, you should, they're not telling you you have to, but you should adhere to this and just basically be on your guard at all times, which is always a good idea, but not to the point where nobody has any trust in anybody else. Yeah. To a point where you don't want to talk to people because you're like, who the fuck? No, I've seen, I've seen some women like this. They're just, (laughs) <laughs> you know, I, mean, I was like, calm down, you know? So, so as a rocker, that's not a challenge. Like they have that puss on. You're not like, I'm going to lift that tarp. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> lift that tarp. I'm going to soften yeah. her up. And, and the, you know, this is kind of a small <laughs> thing. This is only in, in certain groups of people. Yeah. You know? I don't think it goes in. It's certainly not in Europe. No. Nah. I find if I'm not online, I, I, about two years ago, I stopped paying attention to the news as much as I possibly could and, and online. I don't go on as much. Mm-hmm. So my interactions with people are mostly just in person. Right. So you, you realize how far that stuff really goes. It does. It never comes up. It, nobody has problems with each other. Everybody gets along. Like yeah. Yeah. it's, yeah. it's crazy. It's, it's like this, it's like this two different uh, realities going on. I find like if you're online, just everybody's at everybody's neck. And if you're not online, I don't have a single problem with anybody. Nobody has problems with me. It's well, that's good to know because I, that's the way I feel too. That's the way I feel too. Yeah. Reddit? <laughs> no, I don't. Reddit's the thing that sent me offline. <laughs> Reddit was the thing. Do you ever, do you ever uh, look up yourself on Reddit, see what people are saying about you? I don't spend too much time on Reddit. <laughs> you know, I did. You know, I, I go in every once in a while. I stick my face in the furnace. Yeah. You know, if I want to stick my face in a fan, I'll go on Reddit. Why do you have to name it Mind Effort, says Walt F. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, yeah. Can I ask get you back about to a couple here. songs? About a couple, can I ask you about a couple yeah, sure. songs on the album? Do you enjoy when listeners try to interpret a song? That's the best. Oh, it's the best? Okay, good. Uh, yeah. I'm glad I did it then. Um, <laughs> Drowning. Uh-huh. Uh, I th- I, there's three songs I, I put on, on, on Mind Effort that um, – I put as all time some of the best songs you've ever done. I really, uh, no, they're thanks, top 10. Dude. I love them. It's Drowning is one of them. I'm God and All Day Midnight. Um, now, on Drowning, you, do you is this song about somebody who, no matter what happens, no matter what they get, they're never going to be happy and they just want to have somebody to blame. That's exactly what that oh, is. Oh, man. <laughs> I knew it. I got distracted. Exactly. I was talking to Papio for a second. What, what was this now? I'm just interpreting interpreting songs. Okay, and I got it right the first. You got one. it right. Which, which, which it was, was called it? Drowning. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got it's a really great song. It starts off slow. I love the tempo, and then when, and then when it goes into the chorus, <coughs> it just gets heavy, and it's about like I could have everything that I ever need, but I'm still not going to be happy, and it's your fault. Yeah, looking for somebody to blame. You know, I always have somebody to blame. I, I I could have everything I need. I could have all the money in the world. Yeah. I could have. I could be content. I'm not going to be happy, and it's and the reason is, well, it's your fault. It's got to be somebody. It's else. not my fault. It's got to be somebody else's fault. Please let it be. And, and I'm, I'm, <laughs> I mean, the verses there are like a little personal 
story yeah. about me talking to a girl. But the chorus is just like, who do you got to blame? I'll blame Jesus. I'll, you know, I'm like blaming God. Well, I want to talk to I'll you about blame that any, too. You know, bring it in. You it mentioned Jesus, God a lot in the songs. Why is that? He's a good guy to blame. It, it, it's like outer space. It's like when you got nothing else, maybe there's something out I don't quite understand. Or maybe there's some person holding some sort of authority or some sort of moral superiority that I can blame. Like, well, I, you know, I tried. I'm always screaming at God in songs. Like, why didn't you help me? Well, that's the other song I love on the album is called I'm God. I think the <laughs> lyrics are some of your best lyrics. I love the lyrics, oh, especially this think. this one this one line that really provoked a lot of thought in me was, um, all you slobs got a lot to learn and the end of times – is all you deserve. It's God talking to yeah. humanity. Yep. And it really made me go. I mean, you're Or Dave right. talking to chicks who aren't choice. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, and it made me think, like, as a species, do, I don't know if we don't deserve the end of times. The yeah. way we treat people, the it's, way that we, like, hate each other on the internet, the way – and let alone, let alone it, the, the atrocities horrible. we commit on, yeah. on each other physically. But, my God, the way we treat each other it's is Very just, nasty, man. Very, very petty and nasty and, like – way below us i mean look at where we are 2018 and we're acting like like little fucking girls it's disgusting <laughs> do you do what do you think do you guys like if it was the end of times it was tomorrow what do you, how do you think uh the human race would uh fa- would fare in god's eyes then nah, probably not that well i think this <laughs> there'd be like a good 10 percent of people that made the cut just 10 percent of all the billions of people in the world i think so yeah what do you think, Brian? It may be more than 10% because people who are, uh, you know, religious or go to church well, aren't not, necessarily the nicest people. Well, so that's they what might I'm not, not going to say it's just going to be all religious people. Right. That I'm saying they may not I make the cut not. either. There may be some people who aren't are religious at all. Well, you also have to, uh, I guess, give way to the, to children. Like at what you, age are they responsible for their. What God are we talking about here? Because Old Testament, New Testament God? Like, that's what, like, the, like that's yeah, yeah, like, I'm, God I'm, is Old Testament God. Yeah. He's breathing fire. That's what I'm going by. Like, he's riding a Lake of, you know, he he's riding a river of flame. My God is Old Testament. He's yeah. fucking fire and brimstone. And I think that's he's sick of all you motherfuckers, you know. But a lot of religious groups should adopt your song, I'm God, because I think a lot of people try to, like, make God <laughs> cheery and everything. But I think we need to bring back. Well, like you know, God it. can fuck you over if you're not pay- if you're not towing the line. It's true. I right? mean, wouldn't that be something though? If like that, that song is a hymn, like you go to church and you have to sing a magnet song. <laughs> well, it's really it's a parent thing too. You know, it's like I, I'm treating God as if he's like parents of a bunch of kids, and he's giving the kids. You know, he, he wakes up and he goes, "Hey, you you kids have been smoking in bed again." You know, what did that mean? It's smoking in bed. It's like you got caught something doing really, really stupid and dangerous. But and the line again, I love the line where you say, "I let you, I let you put nails in my feet, and then you went and peed in my creek." Right? Yeah. What, was it? Is it creek? Yeah. yeah. Great. Oh my god! It just sends shivers down my spine. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> kidding around. I love next it. album is a monkey peeing on a kid's head or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's weird. It's like it didn't take that long to write. It was like I wasn't writing it. Who was writing it? I don't know, but I was just like, oh, these words are like coming out of my head and I'm writing it down because you don't want to spend too much long, too much time writing lyrics because you second guess yourself and then you're like, what is this crap? You know, it's brutal. I'm sure when you write material, you're just like, 
if I look at this anymore, I'm just going to pick it apart. Also with lyrics, there's some great songs that if you were just to read the lyrics and not know the, the melody or the tune or how it was being sung, you'd be like, this shit is corny. <laughs> it's really corny, but, but then, it, you know, yes. you hear it and you're like, wow, it's actually pretty good. You, and I was really hoping that you were going to sing that song um, when, when we saw you live, but that's not, that, didn't, that didn't make the set list, huh? It might the it next might. time. It oh. might the next time. The album was so new then. Sometimes if I come out with too much new stuff live, the crowd's like, let's just say you don't want to walk too ahead, too ahead of your shadow. You know, we <laughs> you let the um, record come out in a while. We had an opportunity not too long ago. We could have seen uh, we, we we could have seen Slayer and Anthrax that show at the PNC. Can't get Walt to go to it. Monster Magnet, we're there. Yes, yes. Yeah. he did not want to rock to, <laughs> to the music <laughs> style. I'm so, I'm so glad. I'm so glad you guys came, man. And uh, the time last- you got to come up and say hi. Yeah, well, I don't want to be in. I don't want to. We, we talked about it, Walt. Did. He didn't You're want to crazy. bother you. That's great. There, uh, there, if there's anybody that doesn't belong backstage, it's this guy. I do not belong backstage at a rock concert. You would lose so much cred, bro, if I was back there. Dude, I, I'm telling you, you would like, like white bread coming through. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? Start slapping? On the He's frowning. <laughs> He's frowning at everyone. Unless you start slapping drinks out of people's hands. <laughs> hey, what are you doing? All are welcome. Yeah, but we, like we also thing. figured it's a home. It's a hometown show, and those are always like. Well, it, yeah, it was a nightmare. I mean, yeah. it, it was just like. There were a lot of people there, man. That kind of pack oh, show. A lot of people. Uh, I have some listener submitted questions. All right. If you could sing a duet with one artist, alive or dead, who would it be? Wow, those are hard questions. Beyonce. List. <laughs> <laughs> what was that, Beyonce? Beyonce. <laughs> what a pairing! Yeah. What did she be like? Oh, oh my god! Would be amazing. Would be bring amazing. serious attention. Yeah, and that would bring some serious attention. Yeah, Beyonce. This um, album be called Mindfucker. This album be called Mindfucker is real. Um, she doesn't talk like that at all. She yeah, not at I don't all. I've, ever heard her talk. I've heard her sing. I don't think I've ever heard her talk, though. I mean, it's um, on the, the deep south in the 1800s. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, That's really funny. Oh, mammy. <laughs> mammy. Um, Take it away, Monster Magnet. Oh, wow, a duet. A duet, like One, you can sing with any, any artist, alive or dead. It would have to be a girl. Um, really? Yeah. Who yeah. wants to sing a duet? What I got to sit right next to a dude? <laughs> <laughs> I want to share them. You know what I mean? I Come on, let's sing a duet, my friend. It's not 2018 on Planet share Monster Magnet. Yeah, come on in. Yeah, you. I want to sing it with you. Come here. Cheek to um, cheek. <laughs> well, I don't mean. I don't mean like you know. Like there's got to be like when like when Paul and and John they would sing the two different verses, right? That's true. Yeah, so yeah, I didn't see that, it as like you guys were like oh, singing a love song. 69ing up on it. When I, when I hear a duet, I get romantic. Yeah, I guess yeah. the word duet was. Yeah. Uh, That's yeah. what's throwing you. Yeah. Nancy Sinatra, 67, maybe. Oh, yeah. these I boots? think that would be good. Yeah, like boots or something like that. Yeah, that would oh, be nice. I'd like to see with Dolly Parton. That's I'd, That'd be something I'd tune yeah. in for. All right, so so it's Is Nancy Sinatra. apart your, your microphone? Yeah, you, it's really bad job. Uh, the, Okay. Uh, <laughs> you were free to do it. <laughs> I thought it was done. That's why I didn't even look into it anymore. Okay. Do you have an iPod? Do I? Yeah. Sure. Do you have any guilty pleasure songs on an iPod that you wouldn't want any other other band members to hear? You Crazy rock, in love. Rock, rock, no, <laughs> I kind of came out of the closet with that a long time ago. So it's like my my my, 
my love of music is, is pretty well known to be just completely ridiculous and retarded, you know, for no reason at all. <clears throat> you know, I'm, although there, there, yeah, there are things I guess that everybody would draw the line. Right. You with know, people one, like that, with that, like a listener, like somebody who was like a, the biggest Monster Magnet fan would be like, you know, you're. Yeah, like, my, would, my, like would thinks you're like the like you know hard rocking, and then they would, and if they got backstage, I heard you like chilling out to this song, that like the West Side me. Story soundtrack, <laughs> or some uh, shit like well, that. Yeah, no, I actually do. I have yeah. a, show tunes usually. That's where I even draw the line. Show, t- <laughs> uh, show tunes. I don't. I, I'm into it. I was listening to the fucking Groundhog Day soundtrack driving down here. I don't give a no, shit. Well, gra- you mean Groundhog Day the movie? No, uh, the musical. Oh, the music! Yeah. I didn't even know that. Dude, it was unbelievable. Uh, is it? It was. All right. Well, I'm always ready to be impressed, but yeah. Um, yeah, it was like old show tunes, you know, like Rodgers and Hammerstein and stuff like that. I'd probably draw the line there. Right. And, uh, you know, I'm so pretty, I'm so pretty and witty <laughs> and gay, nothing. And modern country. There's no modern no country. country. There's but, no but, but, but old school country. Oh, old okay. school country is the best, but modern country is just the worst. Something that would have played on vintage hee haw. Yeah. That would be, yeah, that's with Buck Owens and stuff like that. Yeah, that stuff's cool. It's funny. Um, okay. But my, um, and I would listen to that, and they'd probably be most surprised that that, that I would listen to uh, Rihanna or something, you know? That's current, right? Yeah. 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 So I'll listen, I'll listen to a couple of Rihanna songs. Well, last time you were on, you said that you go on like uh, pop culture, pop music binges for like a month or two at a time just to get caught up. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was pretty fascinating. Just to see what it see what's out there is like. I want to like stuff. I, it's horrible when you when you go out there and you're like there's nothing. Yeah, yeah that's how I feel. Yeah. Like, there's a point where <laughs> also like, doesn't feel it's horrible. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing new for me, you know, except like one of like well like it's one of my favorite artists put something out then even hey, wait, then, would, sometimes it's not good. It's just like Sometimes the titles are too saucy for my taste. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes the, the titles are too explicit. <laughs> this, this title should have come with a warning. <laughs> you didn't offer like a like a yeah the clean version, the clean version, no, the Walmart I, version. Actually, we did. You're using your dialogue to look for it. You know something? Like I offered a clean version to all the all the um, the retailers, right? And nobody wanted it. No, because they because no, now, they, now they, they can't sell clean versions anymore, right? No, they nobody don't want to. Them. Yeah, it's like you they know. know they'll they'll know they'll be able to sell the dirty version. Everybody wants a dirty version, yeah. even though parents will say they want the choice. They know they're going to let their kids buy the dirty version. Yeah, it, it's Do you remember, cats out of the bag. <laughs> remember when fucking poison. Was it Poison put out an album and the tongue was too long on the cover and they blacked out the <laughs> the tongue? We, yes. were, we were insane as a country. Like, oh, yeah, fucking not open up and say, ah, wasn't it? Like, yeah, like, yeah, they, right. they, or like, Slippery When Wet was another one. It was like they were just blacked out, yeah. so you just saw the eyes. Like, what the fuck yeah. are we talking yeah. about? Yeah. People spent time on that. A lot of time on they, that. They did. The P- did you hate the PMRC back in the day? Or were you like, I thought did it was you take funny. It I thought it was good for the industry. Yeah. I liked it. I liked it. I liked the fact that they were overreacting. It was fun. You know, it was good. It was good for rock. I got you know, a real interesting thing. question here. I would love to hear this answer if you would consider it instead of just. Instead <laughs> well, I'm going to switch out these batteries real fast. Okay. So I hope that you'll give this next question some consideration and really – because I'm interested in the answer. And even if you say no, you never have, 
Why maybe. Would I, what is this question? Why would I say no? Because, because it's um, no, it's not. It's it's an interesting question as an no, artist. We expect you to. Well, I hope that you like. <laughs> let's say you never have so. considered it, but okay. if you had to, like someone was like <laughs> gave you like a shitload of money to make it, have you ever considered doing a concept album? Is that true? Or are you just saying it? No, I, I have. I, you know, I, I really have. Why not? That was a, that was a weird sort of inflection. Yeah, yeah it didn't sound very convincing. <laughs> yeah, but you. I just, I just relaxing. It's myself. like you don't trust him. Well, you, you had to. You had to be honest. That answer was not like he was just like he didn't know what to say. It sounded I, like Dave's like sure. Well, it's like uh huh. <laughs> Jot something down. <laughs> I, uh, I took it as like he was like yes, but not seriously. Not. I'm lying to you. Yeah, I mean, I could just I mean, believe me, man. I mean, if I just went in and just went in full geek, you know, if I just went on full geek, I could. So, in the concept probably, album, you would consider poor, poor, a, a geek move at this stage. Yeah, I, I, I think. How I come? Think it might. Um, well, because I, I think I'd be boring listener. It'd be like, <laughs> oh, now here's another chapter in my story. And it's like, <laughs> you know, it's like, Here's another chapter. Here's some- That's between every single track. <laughs> but Let's like, rock. Now why not? It's a concept album. Rock. <laughs> Here's chapter one of my story. The final chapter of the, uh, no, you know, it's a concept albums. They're tr- but they're part of like rock lore though. I mean, like yeah, the they seven- are. King Diamond. But I tell place. you, I couldn't do one without laughing. So it would be pretty funny. You know what I mean? It would be, it'd be, it'd be, um, that's even weirder. Let's <laughs> come back on. It, I would have to make it like the fun. I mean, because all I did was laugh at concept albums when I was a kid, like Rick Wakeman's Journey to the Center yeah. of the Earth. You know, right. it would have to be on that scale. But it'd see, have to be massive. But like, you see, I, I, I think that science you fiction don't, stoner. I don't think you realize though, people who like really <laughs> love your music. I mean, like for me, if you were like, if you announced that you were in a concept album about space and time and all that fucking great shit, and it was a double album, you would make it a triple album. I mean, people would be going <laughs> like, <go> triple. <laughs> it would be like we would be so excited though because like just your your concept album would shatter. I think the uh, the 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 concept of a concept album. Well, you flatter me because you imply that there's some wisdom at the end of this. But believe me, there'd be no wisdom. I, you know, there'd be no what there. It, like I would come up with a with a lousy, probably a rotten story that's been told a million times before by writers all over the world, and try to like what imparted through music. I don't know. I decided to tell a novel through music. You know, and yeah, on three know, albums. <laughs> No brevity the, you know, oh, but, but I could definitely stretch it out. Yeah, I mean, it could have. Well, like, here, here's. I some. could have a bonus disc or some sort of contest with like three different endings to the story, oh, three different yeah. songs that would be a different ending. Well, I mean, just could, like like thick as a brick, just how oh, it, like yeah. there was no breaks in the songs. Like if you did something like that, all right, well, I would I'll eat do. it up. I would eat it up, and it would just be—I don't know. I, I'm going to—I'm going to tell you something. I lied. It, that that question wasn't from a listener. That was, that was from me. 
Well, then I want you to do a concept album. Is that why you took it so personally? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just, you just, Please you answer just this. A brick at me and think it's a brick at me, and now I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> I got to dust off my flute. <laughs> I love Think It's a Brick. Right? I, I know every bit right. of that record. I've listened to it so many times. Your and sperm is in the gutter. The, yeah, that's part. Of, that's the album. That's I was going to say that, that's a line mind. from the was album. That a declaration? Or? <laughs> your sperm's in the gutter. Your love's in if you're wondering where I put it, <laughs> you wonder where, you wonder where I spit it out. <laughs> Somebody was in the restroom. So I had to run outside. <laughs> I don't want to shame the both of us. No, I know one rain fall will not be gone. Don't worry. On the other, on the other side, side two is like we'll have. Want to sing a duet? Now I know that in history is not kind to some people's concept albums. I know Kiss did one that is is mocked. That's one of the worst albums of all time. The Elder, the Elder. Right? yeah, fantastically but, bad. But I think that, like, I don't know. I mean, I would just hope you wouldn't just like poo-poo it and maybe. I think it would be amazing. Maybe roll the dice and get into the pantheon of fucking worst concept albums ever. <laughs> yeah, it's never too late, right? It's never, never too late you, to get to get addicted to prescription drugs. It's yeah. never too late. Seek Just when you career. think like I'm past that, <laughs> your career with a concept album. <laughs> it's done. But you tell him. You tell Colonel stories. <laughs> Here's what you're doing next. But you Ladies tell stories. My interpretation of Edgar Allan Poe's The Raven. <laughs> You don't have to be – it's like don't try to be pompous and like – but just like embrace your storytelling because you tell amazing stories in these little songs. Yeah. These short songs. But if you were to go like 15-minute song about, you know, Never an more. alien, <laughs> I would love it. And I know I know there's a lot of people that would just be like eating it up like well, – There would also you, be a lot of people who need the actual limitations of my talent. <laughs> Yeah. I don't like, like to stretch it so thin that you know I mean, you just see the membrane of like yeah the first disc was pretty right funny through, I guess you know? second one was laborious third one I didn't yeah. I, honestly I didn't third, even listen to third, the third one, one was just the plot of Lord of the Rings <laughs> he didn't even try and hide it he called the fucking Hobbit Frodo <laughs> like don't do the third album <laughs> all right well that's it I'm just I'm going to do it. I'm going to do an interpretation of. Uh, Orson Welles, Citizen Kane, as a <laughs> I think it's got to be original. Yeah, I think it's yeah, got to be original yeah. for like just like your magnum opus. Now, what if Dave wanted you to uh, oh to co-write it? He wanted some lyrics from you. Puss. I don't. I, and I couldn't give him lyrics. I mean, I'm, I'm not impressed with the way he writes. But if he's like, you know, he's just bouncing stuff off me, mm-hmm. like, and he's just all he's got to say is like planets. Oh, I'll need stuff. Dinosaurs. I'm in. <laughs> um, you know, interstellar um, war. I mean, I would be like, boom, 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 boom. Give it You're to checking me. All the Give boxes. it to me now. <laughs> I want to take it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you're you're not poo-pooing it entirely, but no, I'm actually pretty excited. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go work on it right now. <laughs> Scratching my chin beard. <laughs> It never ever crossed your mind ever. Well, no. I mean, I've arranged songs. I've arranged songs, and the songs have been written. I wrote ninety percent of the stuff I write is written all at the same time, like groups of songs. So there'll be somewhat of a, of a thematic continuation between some of the uh, in these albums. 
and they could be, and I've had people say, that's not a concept album. And I was like, really? But kind of. Oh. I mean, there are certain themes that get revisited. Um, would you ever consider uh, bringing, like, on the concept album, maybe bringing an orchestra too? I'd have to. Oh, I would have to fire off all the oh time. I mean, this has got to go You're down. Just, like, this is like this the is biggest either, tease that ever in the history of. This is, you either win everything, or completely <laughs> lose, and stand next to Popeye. You know, stand next to uh, you know great film disasters like Popeye. <laughs> all right, and, and the uh, final. This one is from a listener. Oh, this last one. Um, your all thought- the rest were from you. Yeah. <laughs> Your thoughts on the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and does an induction make you part of the establishment? You know, I never can figure out what's going on with that Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, because it seemed like it would be a good idea. But the way it's handled and the bands they leave out, it's just really weird to me. It just seems, I don't know what they're doing. I mean... Does it, but does an induction just automatically just make you corporate? Kind of. Yeah. But... I don't know. It, it, rock and roll never seemed to something that, to me when I was a kid that would ever have anything like that. So it seemed like they try to put rock into some sort of sports <laughs> mindset, you know, where – and it's like it doesn't always fit. Not with me. I mean it never fit with me. So, you know, some of my favorite bands aren't in there. MC5. I don't know if they got inducted last year, but all of a sudden – Were they up for a nomination? They were up for a nomination. We after- actually helped Bon Jovi get in. You did? Yeah, we did a like you. Yeah, we did a uh, yeah, we did, a plea. We did a plea to listeners to to vote him in. Why in the world would you do that? Uh, you know what? <laughs> yeah, what I don't thinking. know why. He, he kind of rallied me. He got me excited. He's like, "Let's uh, do Joby? this." It's a lo- it's a local boy. Yeah, I mean, a local boy who's got trillions of dollars. He doesn't need. <laughs> Bon jo- are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Bon Jovi. Well, I'm, I'm friends. There, like, I'm friends with the family. You know, it was a personal request. I I, I, I retract everything I just. No, no, no. I don't believe me. I don't. I don't. Wow. Say as you will. Well, you don't think that? I mean, he's got the. um, He's got the. Come on, that boy needs some help. But he's got the catalog. (laughs) Come on, we can. He's. If we all pull together, he's broken down on the road. Come on, let's help him. Let's help. We need some help, boy. But it's not like he could have got in regardless. He was going to get in regardless, right? Oh, you don't believe it was our commercial? No, I like to think that we kind of, in our small way, he'd be fucked without us. (laughs) I'm sure. I'm not sure how. I don't. I'm sure how that operates there. Why some people get left out and when some people don't. I'm sure there's political. I've heard. Well, yeah, it's got to be like the Oscars or something like that. You know, it's it's all politics, but. but yeah, I, I would guess that yeah, once you're in there, yeah, you're on that side of the fence. You kind of lose your. Yeah, but I don't remember anybody that's inducted except for Bon Jovi. But I don't like, either. Yeah, it's like it's not anything that's a. Well, that I'm ever sure seemed like all the thing. bands that are on your that you have. I'm sure Petty's in there. Yeah, I'm sure that yeah. like you know Alice Cooper Band is in there. Kiss, yeah. Kiss got in there. Um, sure, but it's it's it wouldn't matter to me. It wouldn't affect me. Either way, whether someone I liked was in there or not, it would be nothing. I don't nothing. think the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame it, it is nearly as big as they think they are. That's for sure. You know what I mean? It's like what they're trying to be. And, and well, who the fuck are they? I don't know. Why do they get to that's decide? What, yeah, like, that's what I mean. It's like why yeah. do they decide? It's like again, they're trying to move this a, a cultural um, uh, matter of opinion into a sports thing. I mean, sports you can't deny. You get the stats, or you don't sure. have the stats. 
Well, you got well, you got the album sales. Well, you got album sales. Yeah, but that doesn't mean anything. The spirit of rock and roll. It's like you know, there's got to be rock and roll is based the on hits. like you know people liking liking stuff. Whether I mean, who let the dogs out was like one of the best selling albums of the fucking <laughs> decade. It are, they, are they in the whole thing? Who knows? But, they might but, be. But think about that. That song was tremendously successful. It's a novelty, though. It was a huge novelty. Yeah. I'm looking. There's a. There's a. I mean, obviously, it's too many. But there's a hundred overlooked acts. That like some of you who stands know. out to you? Bad Company, uh, Alice in Chains. Who are not in there? They're not in there. Uh, Megadeth, Doobie Brothers. How could the Doobie Brothers not be in? That's, that's insane. That's the crazy, Doobie Brothers right? should have been the first like mm-hmm. class, Devo, first ballot. Jay Giles, Africa Bombata. Wasn't he molesting kids? See? Africa Bombata. Yeah, he was right. I, I love. Well, that's probably gonna hurt his chances. There. Yeah, I, th- I think the Tommy Checker. Is not Chubby in Checker's not in there. He's only got one Checker. hit, though. Doesn't matter. But I mean, he's, it's he Chubby kinda, Checker. Yeah, he started rock, basically, right? I thought uh, it was Ozzy. Hall of Fame, not Hall <laughs> no, of no, Numbers. Elvis was what who stole <laughs> <laughs> the stuff to But to does start Chubby it. Checker have the catalog to get in? I know he's the name and he's got rock. Was it, what was this big song? Doing the, the Twist. The Twist, twist yeah. right? And then the Twist the again. Twist. Don't forget that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just because you were. He was a household name. I don't see why he's yes. not in there. You household I mean? name, yes, but that's a lot enough. of a lot of people today would not know Chubby. Chubby. Like if you told your kids Chubby Chubby, no, no. Like, is that your friend you do the podcast? It's <laughs> a household name for for about thirty years. I think that's good. You know, that's pretty good. Chubby Checker was recognized in the fifties, sixties, and seventies. Would you accept? Uh, if, if tell him Steve Dave does it again. We say we're going to do a grassroots effort. We're going to get somebody you, in, guaranteed. Or would you turn it down, or would you accept the uh, nomination what? if you were, if they were to, to say you, the Monster Man is going into the Hall of oh, Fame? Wow! Would you turn it down? If, well, these in, in no a, in a I, rock well, and roll fashion. I guess I could. <laughs> I feel like this is good. a mind fuck. No, yeah, <laughs> this, is, this is fucking my mind. Um, what would be really cool would to accept it and then go there and then just throw it on the ground and smash it. Oh, oh it does, yeah. It'd be fucking rock and roll. It, it would, but would people um, – would they Clutch appreciate that these days? Yes. Would, would they pearls. be like, oh, that was poor form and they'd be hashtagging like Monster Magnet No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they, they definitely would be Monster Magnet No. I mean yeah. it wouldn't be for you know for me to like gain mass acceptance. That's for sure. Um, no. and But the people who do – do care about stuff would love it. Yeah, they would go. Yeah, Monster Man went to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and and the guy from Monster Man like picked up the award and said, "This is bullshit." It would be all, all over the place. It. That's It'd be for sure. Fucking awesome because they know it's they know it's kind of bullshit. So hey, remember when ODB rushed the stage at the awards <laughs> and fucking started declaring that Wu Tang was for the children? Yeah. <laughs> it was brilliant. That's right. I remember that. That yeah. was great. It was amazing. Or when Kanye he's cracked out of his head, he's just wandering around. Or when Kanye went up with uh, was it Taylor, Taylor Swift, Swift? I yeah. think. Yeah, it's just like it shows. It's just really unimportant. But people got upset by it. Yeah, you know, people get upset by that yeah. shit. But it's just like, come on, with the fucking awards every two minutes. Because really, what is it really recognizing something, or it's meant to sell? More shit, you know. Uh, both. Award they just, shows. They just want to sell. Even more. when I was a little kid, I was like, "What?" I, it yeah. never, it never. You know, people get really always, excited by the Academy Awards, and I'm like, "Who gives a fuck about?" It's such a shit? joke. They've always has been a joke since the very beginning. I've re- I've read the history of the Academy Awards. It's a joke. It's like. It's just a bunch of people slapping each other on the back, and it has nothing to do with nothing. And again, probably like you said, political, and there's some money changing hands. Oh yeah, you know. yeah. That, that they used to accuse Harvey of buying uh, Oscars all the time. Really? Yeah, he could have bought one for fucking clerks or clerks too. I thought, but <laughs> <laughs> never did. <laughs> <laughs> 
So when, like, so now that you you released the album about a half a year ago, right? Yeah. How long does it take you to to then ramp up? And when 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 can we expect the follow up to Mind Effer? When is this concept album coming out? <laughs> Not the concept. That you won't stop like, talking about. I should be I should be writing it right now. Really, that quick? Yeah, because I've got I know I've got stuff to do. Like Mind Effer. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> mind Effer. Um, mind Effer still has to be supported, so I'm doing. Yeah. You know, we're doing America tour. And then another European tour in January, and then uh, yet another uh, European tour next summer, as far as um, uh, festivals and stuff, and whatever I can get in there—Australia, South America, whatever. It's like you, know, you draw back the bow, you know, and you shoot that record like an arrow. Pew, see how far it can go, and you just tour around it and hope, you know, hope you can do it. But do you have, so do you I should be writing country? that stuff now, but of course I'm not. You know, in the couple months I had off between tours, I'm just riding my bicycle around like some crazy Vietnam veteran in the middle of the night. <laughs> I, I, I've almost hit Dave on no less than three occasions. <laughs> For real? Like, I'm like, who is this fucking guy? Like a Ronson Road and shit. Madly trying to keep, you know, this middle-aged gut off. It won't go. You know, it's like, get on the bike. Um, so I'll probably go back and just hit it, you know, next year at some time and just do the whole thing just like mind effort all at once. <laughs> I love it. I love that he's called I want to. I want to see video of a show where that's what you're saying. You're not saying mind fucker. You're not working the crowd. Up. Like mind effort, and everyone's like, "Wait, what?" Yeah. <laughs> but but I, I will. There's some kids in the audience tonight. So <laughs> Welcome to Walmart everybody. Stadium. <laughs> but I'm not. I'm not blowing smoke, though. I, I uh, for listeners out there, if you're, I mean. Pick up a mind effort because it's it's really good and uh, the last song is really good too. Uh, the hammer comes down. I know uh, all yeah, the songs. Thanks, I know all the songs and um, I listen to it. I've listened since it's come out. I've listened to it initially for about thirty days straight, and then I went down to every third day, and now it's about like once a week. Dude, you're like I fucking salute you. Yeah. <laughs> you're like the best guy in the world. Thank you. It's like uh, wow. no. <laughs> <laughs> just a Get that gutter warmed up again. Sperms in the sink. Sperms in the gutter. Sperms in the gutter. Your love's in the sink. That's the real line. Yeah, that's amazing. I mean, that, you know how that's so cool that you just sing a line on Tom Steve Dave. I mean, that's that's fucking. That just fucking does so much for like. Just makes me feel so good to have you sing an actual line on our song. Did I ever? Get, did I ever give you the tape of that at record, Captain Lockheed and the Starfighter? Yes, you yeah, did. that's a pretty insane concept album. You know, at one time, I don't know if did I ever, did I ever tell this story. I mean, I told it on, but I remember I was, I was, I just had on my mind. I was, this is how much I wanted Dave to be a part of the Christmas episode. That I, I, I begged, not begged him, but I had, I went over and across the street, suggested. and I went to um, Tim, and I was like, I want to give Dave. Some at the t- like crazy amount of money to sing one song. On, on, I remember uh, the amount, and I was like, "We have that much." <laughs> <laughs> and and you and I, I remember was, this. You were panicked about insulting him. Yeah, because I was just like, I wanted him to sing. I uh, sing that sing a song that I had written. I sell comics, <laughs> and uh, it was. So, I was so like, 
I thought I was we should mortified. do it. I was like, I was he's mortified. your friend. I was like, you should ask him. But, but, I, but I did. We did ask him. And then he said, he said no. Well, that's it. Like, well, that's part of it. If he just, can't well, do it, he can't do it. Like my head hit the, like, boom. <laughs> In the gutter next to the sperm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I like that. I like it. I, I like that he said no and he's here now. Like, I like yeah, that. Shoot yeah. straight. But look, I, I don't want to do it. <laughs> so I'm not going to do it for money. There's a million reasons I would say no to things beyond what you would ever think it would be. Like, like putting my robotic arm back on or, you know, or, you know, trying to get out of some weird relationship or something. There's a million reasons why I don't do things. It's so we should ask yeah, every in, year. The, in this case, it was every year around money. Christmas, we should, we should approach you with the, with the offer again. No, no. Okay. <laughs> offer. What would you like to say? <laughs> Let's see. What do I got coming up this year? Bad relationship ends Christmas week. Uh, no, every couple of years. Okay. You never know. All right. Well, you reach out to me since you know the offers on the table. You 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 can all you you know my email if you that's ever like hey I'm interested. That's in how it's going to be now. Card I'd rather launch. write a Hellblazer comic. <laughs> that's what I'd really want to do. If you draw a Hellblazer, Hellrider, Hell Hellrider, Hellrider, Hellrider yeah. comic. That's, I, uh, that's something. If you want uh, again anything you want to do. I'm open to it. <laughs> you want your yard rake? Uh, in the gutter. <laughs> <laughs> What's the song that I, I – I, I wrote a song called – How do you feel about scalp massages? As a joke. Right. It, it was like that kind of bombastic lyrics of like – of how ridiculous it would be like a, that a comic book well, yeah, you got to send me the lyrics. It's something to inspire me. Send, send and, but, I, but I wrote it. I, list, I put Elephant Bell on and I, and I put the words. I just substituted the words so you would have the, the – just put. Wait, you lifted? sent me this whole thing. <laughs> no, I didn't even get a chance to even tell you what you would have to do. And okay. uh, it was the, it was to the song Elephant Bell, which is my favorite Monster Magnet song. Right. Tim passed on. Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> and I just put. I just. I just took out the words of Elephant Bell and put in the words that would fit in there that were t- to I saw comics, which I don't even remember any lyrics right now. It was just. Wow. Like, well, I could sell comics to a blind man. Stuff. I need you know. I need your vision. Give me some vision oh. or something. Okay. So I could be your trained fucking monkey. <laughs> Christmas time. What else do you want me to do? You're not busy, are you? <laughs> <laughs> sure, but Walt, then, sure. You know, but then we give you the rights back else, to the Walt? song. What else? And you could put it on the concept album. We give you the rights back to the Just the rest of the three <laughs> albums around <laughs> that song. Now you're really blowing my mind. <laughs> but the, the, the people, the, the kids who sang that song actually went on to become kind of successful. Yeah. Courage My Love. Yeah. They said, they said, they sang the song. That's the one that Ming and Mike use for their podcast. And they're wow. like, they do the whole warp tour thing and they tour like on their own. Like, I don't oh, think yeah. it's because they sung I Saw Comics, but, um, yeah, that this is at the but their tail first end. And you're like, tell them Steve Dave. Yeah. you're like, I'm never doing anything ever again in music. Then you hit me up. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> That'll work. Yeah, yeah. That's on his bucket list. <laughs> There's a okay, Walt. If you don't want to take LSD in the nursing home with me, uh, it turns out two elderly German men escaped yeah, the confines of their nursing that. home on Friday to attend the Wacken Open Air Heavy Metal Festival. Yeah, right. They found the aging metalheads at 3 a.m. Uh, the world's biggest heavy metal festival. That's huge. They're they were reluctant to leave, leave the four-day festival, so police escorted them home with the help of a taxi and a patrol car. Why the fuck they're adults? Why can't they go? You might need. They might not be have uh, all their faculties. That's I mean, what it said. It says they appeared uh, dazed and disoriented. Yeah, no shit. They were taking drugs and rocking. Yeah, they're having a good time. Yeah, it's like you have so much time left. Not a lot. Uh. Stay in that fucking nursing home. Stay in that day room. I don't know, dude. Tell well, me right now, that's not an option already by Disney. 
That 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 little snippet oh, like of De Niro and Morgan oh, Freeman, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's already a movie. Yeah, right. Did they go there on Little Rascals? You know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> of course. Then they it. stole two Little Rascals <laughs> up the German highway. Dun, 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 Danzig, Judas Priest, Hate Breed, In Flames, <laughs> Running Wild, Arch Enemy. Uh, that's a, I start losing track of metal bands. Any music, really. Like most right, of this stuff, yeah. like Van's Warp Tour, I don't know if they still do it, but when my, when my niece went, I'm like 120 bands, don't know one of them. Literally do not know one band. I'm out of it. That's what happens. I'm out of it. Fingers well, it, it, part of it, it, it happens just because of age and other. It's been a bunch of great bands coming up in the last bunch of years. It's different. It's not, nobody's shooting for the bleachers anymore. They're just like coming out with bands just to survive within their little niches. It's like nobody's really. Try it's it's weird. It's like rock isn't dead, but they certainly are acting like it is. It's it's what's that? Uh, Greta Van Fleet is that the, yeah. the band you Greta like? Greta Van Fleet. Yeah, Walt likes them too. No, I didn't, like I said, they were amazing. The sound of that voice. If that was a real voice I coming out, little guy. Oh, I, that's I, I amazing. Believe, yeah, he's got the most amazing voice ever. I mean, it looked like it was a fake video when I saw him singing because yeah. it looked this little guy. With that powerful yeah. of a voice, like Dio? just was shocking. Yeah, I guess it's a little bit like Dio. Yeah, yeah. and he, he sounds a lot like Robert Plant. I mean, he sounds almost exactly like but, Robert Plant. Yeah. It would be better if he had like his Dio. own voice. But no, no, no. I was gonna say when he said that rock is not dead, but people are acting like his. We should have said Tom Steve Day right there. Just that was poignant. Know. Yeah, that was. That's yeah. a, that was a really poignant moment to go out on. So replay it and say it. Tell him Steve Day. Now you know I'm going to keep all that in. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, Dave, you uh, remain my favorite guest of all time. Oh, Every I time you come here. in, it's, come it's the best. you guys ask me, man. I love it. Yeah. Except Christmas. Let's <laughs> <laughs> <not> push it. <laughs>
This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at smodcast.com. <laughs>